This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hey friend, holy bajoli. Okay, get your seatbelt on. If you're driving, you better already have it on. But if you're not, put your metaphorical seatbelt on, buddy boo, because... This is a bit of a powerhouse episode today. I promise it's going to be fun. We're talking about this idea that is so normal and so common, and you could find 10 strangers on the street who would agree with you when you think you don't have a choice. We're going to talk about this today, and I'm going to reveal to you this life-changing reframe that my clients go through on a regular basis and It's going to impact the entire rest of your life. I might sound like I'm overselling this, and I'm not. I promise, if you give me the next however long this ends up being, 12 minutes, uh, it's going to make a big difference. And the reason we need to talk about it is because, A, we are all about empowered decision-making here at the Decision Master's Corner of the Universe, but B, it is so very normalized by lots of people around you to just buy into this idea that you don't have a choice. And so it takes a special effort. It takes a conscious commitment to challenge that assumption and kind of disagree with people around you. And you know that we are all working very hard already to just do life. Humaning takes a lot of effort. So all this stuff that we're talking about, habit change, mindset change, behavior change. It takes extra effort and we don't have a ton to spare. So I'm going to lovingly invite you to prioritize this special effort. Just for this week, pay attention to what we're going to talk about today, this week. I promise it'll be worth it. Okay, so let's define empowered decisions, shall we? We are all about empowered decision-making here. And that means decisions made in full awareness of your agency. So when you recognize that you are an autonomous being who is in charge of your actions and you consciously exercise that power, that is making an empowered decision. And what a gift, right? I mean, this isn't what this episode is about today, but let's just stop for a second and be extremely grateful if this does happen to be our life circumstance. Empowered, though, is such a big word that we typically associate this idea with big decisions. So when you think about an empowered choice, we think about the empowered choice to leave a marriage or the empowered choice to follow your dream. But as you very well may know, because you're a smarty pants, high achiever, and potentially a longtime listener, the small decisions are the big decisions. And how you make your choices is a pretty cohesive system. So if you regularly make small empowered decisions, you're more likely to make 
empowered big decisions. Unfortunately, the small decisions are often the easiest ones to not feel empowered in. So that's what we're going to talk about today. These little things where you really genuinely feel like, I don't have a choice. And by the way, I'm not making anyone wrong here for believing I don't have a choice. It's very easy to believe this. That's why it's so normalized. I'm going to give you a trick to see above or beneath that misunderstanding, however you want to think about it. So this is what I'd like you to pay attention to this week. Just see what are you doing? What are you agreeing to and showing up for? What are you saying no to? What do you feel cut off from? Where do you feel limited or forced or obligated? Where does it feel like you don't have a choice? Because if you can eliminate this way of thinking from your decision-making, you will create a ripple effect in all of your choices that you can't even fathom. I have seen people do this in our coaching. And when they're willing to change their minds about how they see the little things, they see everything differently. And they start looking at the big stuff, their jobs, their relationships, their lifestyles, from an empowered lens, totally aware of their agency, and they make empowered choices they wouldn't have been able to even see otherwise. Yes, please. And I'm talking about they leave jobs, they set boundaries, they cultivate deep, yummy connection with people, they move cities, they use their time for what they want to do, they teach family members to update their expectations of them, they feel happier, they prioritize their happiness, and they feel in charge of their choices. So if that's what you want, please keep listening. Really take this stuff to heart that we're talking about. And then also book your consult because if that's what you want, we're going to have so much fun coaching. Here's parker.com forward slash schedule. Okay, when you notice this week thinking, I don't have a choice, I want you to first just simply ask why. Why don't I feel like I have a choice? Either what's stopping me or what's forcing me? Your answer to this question is either going to be an idea or a commitment or a desire. Let's start with a super accessible idea. I have to work. I don't have a choice. All right. Don't get lazy here. I want you to ask why. Why don't you have a choice but to go to work? Your brain might want to answer, uh, duh, because everyone has to work. And next question. Really answer here. What is compelling you to keep going to work? It'll either be something like the idea of how hard life would be next month without your current income, or it'll be something like the commitment you made to yourself or your family, or it'll be something like the desire to achieve something meaningful and fulfilling there. Every situation is different. So that's why I'm giving you these options to scan for. Sometimes it'll be an idea of what you don't want to happen. Sometimes the compelling force that makes you think, I don't have a choice, is a commitment you've made. And sometimes it is genuinely a desire that you have deep down or at the surface that makes you feel like ultimately you don't have a choice. You have to do this thing or you have to not do a thing. What you are going to train yourself to do by asking and answering these questions is you're going to train yourself to find the reasons behind your choices. Ideas and commitments and desires are all thoughts. They're all reasons you deliberately or not choose to do things in your life. 
They are ultimately the driving force behind your decisions. And to make empowered decisions, you have to know and like your reasons. So when you're in this situation where you feel like I don't have a choice, there's really just a reason you haven't identified that you are choosing the thing you're choosing. So let's take another example. It's a little timely with the holiday season coming up real time. And I'm going to show you where to take your thinking, where to take yourself in order to land on an empowered choice. You might not feel like you have a choice in going to Aunt Sally's for Thanksgiving. Okay, let's just use that example. So first you're going to ask why. Okay, maybe you don't feel like you have a choice because the idea of listening to her complain about you not going is unbearable. Okay, this is key. This is the reason that you would make the choice to go, all right? This is golden top shelf self-awareness. So you've just changed your perspective from seeing this choice as I don't have a choice to, oh, the reason that I would choose to go to Aunt Sally's for Thanksgiving is because the idea of her complaining is unbearable. P.S. At this point in the process, you have already begun to change your decision-making system. You have already started updating your habits. Gold star, way to go. Let's keep going. Once you see the reason, the idea or the commitment or the desire driving the decision that you used to think you didn't have a choice in, you're going to ask, do I like that reason? This is the golden ticket, my friend. This is the secret ingredient that will turn a disempowered choice into an empowered decision. And the weird fact is that the decision can look the same in the end. You can go to Aunt Sally's. But if you like the reason that you choose to do that, you're making an empowered decision. If you don't like the reason and you do it anyway, you've bought into the idea that I don't have a choice and you've made a disempowered decision. You with me? Now you have options at this point. You can look for a reason you like. This is especially handy if you've already decided to do the thing. If you're already going to the Thanksgiving, you're already gonna go to work tomorrow, if you've already committed and you've decided, but you don't feel good about it, I strongly encourage you, find a reason that you do like so that you can switch up the energy around that decision. Turn it into an empowered decision after the fact, even if you didn't make it from an empowered place. That's totally allowed. But if you're facing a decision, especially one that you feel like you don't have a choice in, this is going to make all the difference. Because you're either going to find a reason that you do like, or you're going to find permission not to make that choice. And whatever you decide will be an empowered decision. The truth is, we're not going to love every choice we make. You're going to fly across the country to be with a sick family member when you have the most important work opportunity coming up on the calendar. You're going to report a really great revenue year to the IRS and pay them lots of your hard-earned money for taxes. You're going to sit and listen to someone in grief when you know it's going to make you feel miserable. Empowered choices still cost us time and money and energy. They still result in negative emotions and sometimes even negative consequences. But when you own them, you retain your power. And that matters for two very important reasons. 
that agency lets you experience whatever happens next with more resilience because you feel in charge of what you're doing, even if you don't love it. And that agency lets you see whatever happens next with greater perspective, which is going to allow you to make different choices than you would if you were showing up with, I don't have a choice fuel, driving your decisions. So quick recap. I know I threw a lot at you, but I know you can handle it and I'm here to change your life. Mm, Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) So here's what you're going to do this week. You're going to pay attention to what am I doing that I don't feel like I have a choice in and look for the small stuff, okay? I promise the small stuff is the big stuff and it's the easiest stuff to change first. So just look, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? What am I, because I don't think I have a choice. You're going to ask, why don't I feel like I have a choice here? This will be a fun fact-finding exercise. You can get curious, be like, ooh, this is interesting. Why don't I feel like I have a choice in this? And remember, you can scan for an idea or a commitment or a desire. And then once you find that idea, commitment, or desire, once you find that thought behind the I don't have a choice mindset, you're going to ask, do I like that reason? And that's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do this week. I know I don't normally give you like very specific homework, but (laughs) this is hard stuff, but it's so liberating. Once you start finding your reasons for your choices, you get to own them. And once you own your choices, you get to feel in charge of your life, like you're living the life you want to live, like you're being the person you want to be, and you're not depriving yourself of the whole existence that you really, really deserve. So, you know, food for thought. Do what you want, but (laughs) I suggest trying this out. It's going to make all the difference, and you deserve it. You deserve to own your choices. You deserve to feel like you're taking your life in the direction you want to go, and it's totally possible for you. So don't forget, I am here to help with that directly. If you really want to fast track this and you want guidance and structure in changing these habits of how you think and how you act and how you make decisions, that is exactly what I'm here for. So go to kirstenparker.com, check out all of the options that we have for working together. There are a bunch of free resources on there as well. And if you really want to get serious about this and have fun in the process, Go to kirstenparker.com forward slash schedule and book your consult. And we'll talk about making this stuff your regular reality, your new norm. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I hope that you have a beautiful week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, are your decisions taking too long? Take the two-minute quiz to find out. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. You want to know your decision time saver, right? Um, obviously. If you've ever spent 45 minutes crafting a one-sentence text message or three weeks back and forthing on which throw pillow to buy, trust me, you want to take this quiz and get these seriously in-depth results. Go to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.